you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, October 12th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Coming up on today's show, major disrespect or perfectly diagnosed? Why are the Chiefs underdogs at home to the Bills? Plus, a complete preview of the TA game of the week, the battle for the top spot in the NFC East. The once-beaten Cowboys and the unbeaten Eagles. Sunday night, in the city of brotherly shove, the Boo Bird capital of the world, Philadelphia, PA. We'll get a special visit from a guy who doesn't really care who wins that Cowboys-Eagles game. He'd just as soon that one end in a tie. Why? Because he's a giant. And not just any giant, the two-time Super Bowl champion giant, the baby-faced assassin Eli Manning. Apparently, Eli's brother played a little ball, too. We're going to look that up. But first, Mike McCarthy is planning to go with Cooper Rush at quarterback on Sunday night, but Dak Prescott hasn't been ruled out. Here's the latest from MJ Acosta Ruiz and the rap sheet, Ian Rappaport. All right, Ian. Dak didn't practice today. That doesn't mean, though, that he wasn't spinning the ball. No, Dak was throwing today on the side during practice and after practice. Really didn't do anything when the reporters were watching. Really just threw with his left hand. Uh, but first of all, the most important thing for the Cowboys, Cooper Rush is going to start this week. That is the plan. That is the way it's going to go. Not a surprise. Dak Prescott still not yet five weeks into the surgery and recovery from his broken thumb. But yeah, he was throwing it to reporters after practice with Michael Gallup saying simply, he'll be back soon. Dak was asked, you know, how did it feel? How did it look? He said it felt great as far as the velocity. Just ask the receivers. Everyone is uh, impressed and happy with where it is. He just isn't ready quite yet. Of course, the real story in Dallas has very little to do with the thumbs of the franchise quarterback or even the oft-debated merits of the backup quarterback. It's not the chum Jerry Jones likes to throw in his shark tank of reporters, nor is it the play calling of a man who looks too young to drive. No, it's the defense. And the story of that defense is not limited to the menace of the monstrous Micah Parsons. No, it is time to give some much-deserved love 
to the All-Pro Corner, the pride of Gaithersburg, Maryland, the Ballhawk, who picked off Daniel Jones in Week 3 and Carson Wentz in Week 4. But before he jumps a Jalen Hurts route in Week 6, Trayvon Diggs is jumping on the pod. You know Jalen Hurts. He was a teammate of yours. You guys played together at Alabama. You started as a wide receiver before, before switching yeah. to defensive back. And you already picked him off yeah. twice in your young career. Bro, what is it? What do you know about Jalen Hurts that the rest of the league <laughs> doesn't know? <laughs> nah, Jalen Hurts, he's really good, you know. Uh, it's just my buddy, you know. We just compete. Every time I see him, I want to beat him just like he want to beat me. So it's kind of personal every time that I see him. Yeah, man, you definitely like uh, situations like that. Now, another teammate of yours, former wide receiver for Alabama, Devontae Smith, mm. he's also one of those Philadelphia Eagles key receivers. How do you think you guys can stop him and A.J. Brown running around on the field come Sunday? Uh, A.J. Brown, Devontae, too, you know, very good wide receivers, you know, so we're going to make sure we do our job. The man is not phased whatsoever. Oh, We've been circling this divisional <laughs> rivalry, but that's what you want to see. If you're a Cowboys fan right now... What? It's a big, it's a big deal. Is something happening? We got this now. Talk about your QB for a second because Dak threw to receivers today after practice. He said he was uh, always has some pop on the ball. How has he looked for you? Uh, I like him. You know, just he's getting better with his rehab and stuff like that and just throwing the ball around, getting things back in motion. That's what I'm talking about, Trey. You know, I got to tell our viewers, man, this man about business today. Okay. He about business. They got a big game <laughs> going on. He focused. He's ready to go. Now, you guys got another guy on your team, a former Nittany sure. Line. I'm a former Nittany Line. Okay? I knew Michael, that was coming. Michael Parsons. <laughs> uh, he, he's been growing, man. Just talk about his growth and some of the things that you've seen from him in his young career. Yeah, from day one, you know, I just seen him just come, in, come to the Cowboys and just make plays and just execute, you know. He's just very relentless on the field, you know. He's like, he's the best player on the field, you know. And I try to be the best player on the field, so it's like I'm competing with my friend, <laughs> you know. So, you know, that's just pushing us, pushing us to be better, you know. We always on each other in practice, you know. We haven't bad practices or anything, and I try to get on. If I'm doing something, he see, you know, we just work like that. But, you know, Michael, he's really good, you know. I'm, I'm excited, and I love it. I can't wait to see how far his career go. Now, Trayvon, we hear a lot about Dan Quinn, rightfully so. We feel like the man is a genius here. But the success that has been seen so far already this season for the Cowboys, is Coach Mike get enough credit for it? Most definitely. He does a, a great job of just, you know, just this brotherhood that we have, this brotherhood that we share, and just, you know, just helping us be one. You know, we need a lot of team chemistry, you know, just to be able to win and just be able to, you know, put points on the board and just be an efficient team. You know, you got to have that chemistry on the field. And he does a great job with that. All right, Trayvon Diggs, good luck on Sunday against yes. Philadelphia. Thanks for coming through. Thank you. Love that dude, but for all his confidence, Trayvon's Cowboys enter this game, understandably, as the underdog. Now, can they win it? Undoubtedly. How can they win it? That is the question for MJ. Michael Robinson, and the film room phenom himself, Brian Baldinger. Hey, Baldy, what are the keys for the Cowboys to upset the Eagles on Sunday? I don't, it's, there's no secret here, uh, MJ. <laughs> it's, it's how can they pressure Jalen Hurts? Because in five games now, really nobody has pressured him. And when we watch the Cowboys play, whether it's Matt Stafford or Carson Wentz or Joe Burrow, they have pressured the quarterback. They put him flat on their back. Uh, they've got 18 sacks and 43 quarterback hits in this four-game win streak. And they are making life miserable for opposing quarterbacks. Nobody has been able to get to, to Jalen Hurts. He's thrown two interceptions, no fumbles. They really haven't rattled him at all. 
And so the Eagles are number one in turnover ratio, number one in a lot of different stats. But that's the key, MJ. Can they pressure Jalen Hurts into mistakes like they have during this four-game win streak with other quarterbacks? Absolutely, Baldy. I totally agree with you. Uh, you, we talk about Micah Parsons being that chess piece on that defense that they can move around and force the quarterback to always have to worry about. I'm definitely going to be seeing if the Philadelphia Eagles can handle the pressure and if they can handle Micah Parsons. But for me, it, it's really can this offense continue to run their offense through the running backs, through the offensive line, and, and, and force one-on-one opportunities on the outside. Cooper Rush has done a beautiful job handling this offense. He hadn't turned the football over. He's not throwing for a lot, but they're running this offense through their running backs. Tony Pollard, I mean, they're 7-0 when this kid has 15-plus touches. They average 35 points when this kid has 15-plus touches, and he usually gets over 100 scrimmage yards when he has 15-plus touches. You have Ezekiel Elliott there. He's your specialized uh, back, still has those great eyes, and he can get you those short yardage. But Tony Pollard, he is a guy that the more you get the ball to him, the more explosive your offense can be, and then it forces one-on-one opportunities on the outside where Cooper Rush can make some plays in the passing game. One-on-one hmm. -on -one opportunities. That sounds like matchups to me. Which one are you watching in this game, M-Rob? Matchups. Uh... Kellen Moore versus Kellen Moore for me, guys. I <laughs> okay. mean, really, I know that sounds... Not the one I was expecting. I no, like that. <laughs> that sounds funny, but at the end of the day, we're, we've been talking about this Philadelphia Eagles offense. We've been talking about Jalen Hurts and how exotic and how special they've been. Kellen Moore, just continue to call a clean, simple game. It's not too much to it. Don't see what's going on on the other sideline and think that you have to call a game to compete with what's going on with Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles. Just keep it simple, keep it clean, run the football, and don't call plays to put your quarterback, Cooper Rush, in an opportunity to turn the football over. That gets him a win. You know, Mike, uh, it's interesting you bring up the run game because the Eagles last week broke out a, a brand-new defensive formation, one they hadn't used all year to really stop the run. I think the Eagles are going to load up with this particular formation that they use against Arizona. Yep. It's a 5-1 look, three interior defensive linemen with Jordan Davis on the nose. T.J. Edwards was the linebacker. They try to protect him. Safety would walk up late. And so when you look at who this the 5-1 complex is, Jordan Davis, we all know who he is. I mean, he's the bulldog. You got Hargrave and you got Fletcher Cox. Like, there's some big bodies inside that they're going to go up there and, okay, you move us, you might be able to gain some real estate. And this is it. This is, to me, the matchup I'm looking to see, Mike, in this game because if, if Kellen Moore is going to call a clean game, like you suggest, they're going to have to be able to run the ball. They did last week against the Rams very well. They have in some of these wins. That's going to be the challenge for this offense uh, to be able to run it against that front. This game is for first place in the yeah. division, you guys. Three of the four teams in this division have four or more wins. The Eagles, of course, undefeated. The Cowboys trying to ruin that for them. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is NFL Total Access, the podcast, and we are joined now by a man who has two Super Bowl rings, two Super Bowl MVPs, and a Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. A man so famous, you don't even need to hear his last name, which is actually convenient because he shares it with way too many other famous quarterbacks. May I present Eli. Eli, big story. Last couple days, rough in the past. Your calls, we saw it with Brady on Sunday, Carr on Monday night. What do you make of what you're seeing on the field? Well, as a quarterback, I'm all about protecting the quarterback and making sure uh, you know these guys stay healthy. I think... Um, you know, the NFL has made a big push over the last 15 years of doing that. And it's been it's been successful. And even coaches would agree like we got to keep these quarterbacks healthy. It's such an important job. But, you know, it, it used to be you know, roughing the quarterback was really just a late hit on the quarterback. If you hit him late or you hit him in the head now, kind of this driving into the, you know, the ground is a call. It should be called. Uh, on, on certain cases or just the, you know, excessive tackling. I don't know what, what exactly, um, you know, the rules or, or what's qualified as, as roughing the passer anymore. But you obviously, you know, a, a couple of them popped up this weekend that maybe, you know, should not have been called, uh, which is unfortunate because it's such a big um, momentum swing when you also have a sack and the team, you know, probably don't need end up punting. And now instead, you know, 15 yards and a new set of downs um, and what that can lead to. So it's almost like a turnover if you get that call in this, in a sense. And uh, so he's got to figure out a way. I don't know if you can review that or, or, or instant replay to make sure you're, you're not, you know, missing those calls or making a mistake because it can be a game-changing play. Yeah, it's going to be a topic that I know is not going away just yet. I made reference to it, the optimism around this Giants team, 4-1 and one to start the season. Eli, just how impressed are you by what you've seen in the first five weeks of the season? Well, it's been, it's been great. It's been, it's been a lot of fun to watch. And, and obviously, um, you know, every game the Giants have played has been close. And it's come down to the fourth quarter in these last drives. 
And so to, to see them have the ability to win these close games, and that's been the difference these last years. That can be the difference in making playoffs, not making playoffs down the stretch, is the ability to win games in the fourth quarter, to win those close ones, to have either have a comeback or or hold hold on to that, uh, that lead. And so that's what the Giants – are able to do right now, um, which is exciting. That's a great thing to have kind of in your in the back of your mind as you're playing a game because early on you're not going to have to force things. Hey, if it's not there, we don't have to try to make a play now. We got time. We got time. We'll 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 make the plays when we need them, and they're doing that right now. From a quarterback's perspective, Daniel Jones has taken a little bit of pressure and criticism. Is Brian Dayball right now? Is he saving Jones's career? Well, I think, I think they're both helping uh, each other out. And so I think Daniel is playing uh, really smart football. He's not forcing the ball. Uh, he's been in some tough situations with new receivers and different guys in there, um, you know, some, some new offense alignment at certain spots. And so uh, whether it's pressure, whether it's guys that uh, are being covered at times, he's, he's doing a good job, hey, taking sacks. Uh, running when he has to, throwing the ball away, but he's not making that bad decision and turnovers and forcing things that aren't there. And so they're being creative with them. They're trying to help him out with play action and moving the pocket, quarterback draws, giving this ball to Saquon, obviously. But, you know, Daniel's doing his part also and uh, and playing smart football. And so when the quarterback's playing smart, uh, the coordinator can be more aggressive. He can call more play actions, more bootlegs, misdirections and different things because he knows Hey, if it's not there, the quarterback's going to take care of me and he's not going to make a bad play. So they're still able to play aggressive, call a, a aggressive game, and eventually they're making those plays. Eli, you know this, man. Like when, when guys finish up their playing career, sometimes that transition to civilian life is, is a little difficult. For you, though, it has been smooth, man. Like you're this media mogul. For those who might have missed it, you put your, your football skills and your acting skills and you combine them. Chad Powers trying to be a walk-on at Penn State. I was going nuts when I was watching this on social media. You have a little bit of a different appreciation after going through that walk-on walk, uh, process for what Brady is doing at the age of 45 on the field. <laughs> Uh, I, I do um, <clears throat> just because, yeah, I was not excited about running a 40 yard dash. And I really wasn't excited about doing a five ten five, you know, shuttle drill. Um, you know, I was very worried about the knees, the ankle hamstring growing every, every basically body part uh, that might get pulled or tweaked, but I made it through it. Um, but it, uh, yeah, but what Brady's doing, his ability just to stay healthy, uh, throughout the course of the season with the hits he's taken and uh, with the age and, and the arm strength that he's kept up. And so it's, it's amazing what he's doing. And uh, I'm just, I'm happy that I just had, you know, my one tryout and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good for another, you know, two or three more years. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see Chad Powers 2.0 at some point. Eli, great to have you on, man. Hopefully we get you back real soon. And we're talking about a deep run for the giants the rest of the way. Let's go. Thanks so much. We interrupt this podcast to remind you that the word rank means many things to many people. To some, rank means shockingly conspicuous, as in Adam reveals rank loyalty to the Chicago Bears, whether they deserve it or not. To others, rank means offensively gross or foul, putrid or festering, as in Adam's insistence on picking the Bears is a rank disservice to the listeners of this podcast who come to us for advice, not allegiance. But of course, to us, rank can only mean one thing. Adam Rank, the fantasy phenom, the man who now delivers his week six game picks, scores included, and yes, bias included too. 
but only for Thursday night's game. Rank, you wise and wonderful weirdo. Take it away. What's up, everybody? It's me, Adam Rank, and it's time for the Week 6 Game Picks. We'll start with that Thursday night contest. Bears 73 to nothing over Washington, although you wouldn't get a reference to the 1940 NFL Championship game. But I'll just say Bears 25-20. I'm going to go with the Falcons upsetting the 49ers 28-27 in an old NFC West rivalry rematch. I got the Browns beating the Patriots 25-23. The Jets have been playing really well. But I've got the Packers squeaking out of victory, 22-21. Give me the Colts defeating the Jags to avenge an earlier loss, 28-26. Vikings over the Dolphins, 28-27. The Bengals, oh my gosh, the Bengals have been so close this season. Give me the Bengals, 27-26 over the Saints. The Ravens playing very well, 28-26 over the Giants. No disrespect, to Brian Dayball and his squad, but still, I got to take the Ravens. The Buccaneers are going to defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers 27 17. The Rams should get back to their winning ways against the Carolina Panthers. Give me LA 29 20. Seahawks 31. Cardinals 30. I guess you could call that an upset, but Geno Smith has been dealing. I got the Bills beating the Chiefs 34 33 to avenge. A playoff loss from last season. We've got the undefeated Eagles against Cooper Rush, who has never lost a game. He has started. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles, 24-20. And, of course, the Monday night contest at SoFi Stadium. Give me the Chargers, 26-20 over the Broncos. This is NFL Total Access, the podcast. Next game, Bills and Chiefs. Next question, how do... Do you stop these quarterbacks? What is the biggest challenge for the Chiefs going up against Josh Allen? Is trying to take him out of attack mode, MJ. Like, you watch him, what they did to Pittsburgh last week. From the third play of the game, 98 yards down the field to Gabriel Davis from his own end zone. Like, they never stopped attacking. And I believe that they will always take a shot play over a check down. You know, Mike, you're a quarterback. They always have to check it down, get into a rhythm. When he gets off the bus... He's in a rhythm. He's warmed up and he's ready to go. And I and I think that mentality says we're never going to let it come down to 13 seconds again. We're going to put the game away before there's 13 seconds. The other team has some kind of uh, answer to what we're doing. And it looked like the varsity against the JV against Pittsburgh last week because of that attack mode. And that that's the challenge for the Chiefs. They had trouble against the Raiders on Monday night with the deep throws and pass interference and touchdowns to Devontae. That's a challenge this week. Yes, it is a challenge, Baldy. Josh Allen is a walking, explosive play, just waiting right. to happen, whether it's with his legs, whether it's with, with his arm, like you just talked about. I mean, the dude can hit any part on the field, right? And so what I believe, uh, Baldy, is they're taking these shots early on in games. They're taking these shots early on in the season because – I think they want to put it on tape to provide more space in this offense. I've been saying it for weeks weeks in and weeks out that this Buffalo Bills offense needs to run the ball a little bit more. I expect James Cook, I expect Devin Singletary to find some space against this Kansas City Chiefs defense because they saw what we saw last week, Baldy. They saw almost 400 passing yards in one half. That's what they saw, so those safeties better be back and they better be ready for the explosive uh, passes of Josh Allen. Let's flip the script for a second because in the last couple of weeks, we've seen Patrick Mahomes just play with folks. 
out there. Play with defensive guys, shuffling around, twirling, oh, the no, sidearm no, as always. What's the biggest challenge for this Bills defense against Patty Mahomes, uh, Baldy? Well, it's like we saw on Monday night. Like, how are you going to stop Travis Kelsey? He's going to find Kelsey, and he's like a wide receiver with the ball in his hands. He just has great skills with it, you know, just to be able to stiff arm and find the end zone. And then ultimately, this when you've had three tight ends, two backs, and you just lose sight off the play action of Travis Kelsey on a drag, and the Raiders don't find him. That happens a lot. Uh, it's the most productive combination quarterback-receiver in the league over the last five years. 52 touchdown passes between them. That's the biggest challenge for this Bills. Yeah, Baldy, I, I agree with you. I mean, the fact that they get down in the red zone. Everybody in the world knows Travis Kelsey is going to get the football, and he's still wide open. I mean, just the play calling is amazing down there. But for me, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes is continuing to take what the defense gives him. That's something that in, in years past that that's how you defend this team, right? You play the two safeties high. You do not blitz them, you, and you force them to take the check. Now, so let me tell you guys something. Uh, you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 15 of Patrick Mahomes' 15 touchdowns have gone to backs and tight ends. He is taking what the defense gives him, and if he continues to do that, this Kansas City Chiefs team and offense is going to be very tough to stop. As we begin a brand new week in the NFL, we here at NFL Total Access find ourselves asking questions. Questions that are difficult to ask and even harder to answer. Maybe it's because they aren't just questions. They're burning questions. Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, you too, Russ. 
You guys may not like this part. <laughs> All right, time for some burning questions. And we're going to start with Kirk Cousins. Actually, coming by way of our very own Mark Sessler, who released his list of top 10 QBs. And look at Kirk Man. sneaking in there just out of Joey Cool. What do you think, Baldy? Is he a top 10 QB? I think in Kevin O'Connell's system, you could put him at 10. I wouldn't put him any higher. But the system is so complete. It, they're fairly healthy. Offensive line, receivers, stud, Justin Jefferson, backs, tight end. It's all there. Heavy play action. It's his best friend. Um, Jefferson can beat any man coverage. So in this system right now, you could put him in the top it's ten. a little asterisk sound. Yeah. Um, I, well, Baldy, I'm going to go ahead and take the easy answer here. No, hell no, he ain't no elite quarterback, <laughs> Kirk Cousins. I got to see him win some big games first. And you talk about this offense he's in. Well, he was with the he was with the Washington Commanders at one time. They had all the boy wonder geniuses on their staff and Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, uh, Kevin O'Connell. All those guys was there. And they still let Kirk Cousins go. Okay, so, no, Kirk Cousins, you got to win some games before I put you in the elite category. What is it, 60, 60, and 2? That's your record. Got to be better than that. He was just above Kyler Murray on that list, just so you guys know. All right, next QB we're hitting, Aaron Rodgers. He did not practice today. He tweaked his thumb, another thumb, on the final play in Sunday's loss. Here's what Rodgers had to say on the Pat McAfee show following the Packers' loss to the Giants in London last week. I absolutely love the fact that the expectations are high. I mean, think about other places around the league. It's not like that. You know, the expectation of every time you take the field, greatness and winning and excellence, uh, it's been laid down through generations of, of Packer people. And we embrace that, and we really do. And we know what comes along with that is when we don't achieve victory, the scrutiny is probably a little higher. But I wouldn't have it any other way. And when we come up short, we're going to be accountable and uh, at the same time, we're not going to panic. We're going to, you know, get back to uh, the basics and the most important uh, things that help us do what we do. And, and we're going to keep striving for that greatness. And hopefully we return to uh, the winning ways this week. Baldy, I believe you were here back in August after Devontae exited Green Bay. when We were having the quarterback conversation about guys who make everybody else better around them. We named Rodgers as one of those guys. So is he the problem with the Packers offense right now? He's not, but in the second half, I think he was part of it, the problem, for sure, because the first half, they dinked and dunked up and down the field on the Giants. They put up 20 points, and it was using the backs and receivers, uh, formations, a lot of creative stuff. But it was just checkdowns. It was smoke routes. It was like, and then the second half, I just felt like he got greedy, and he just kept taking these deep shots, and the Giants defended him. And they got shut out in the second half. This offense isn't ready to get greedy yet. They're just, they don't have that player like Devontae. So take what the defense has given you and rely on his accuracy and his intelligence to see the field. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Baldy. R rely on your accuracy. Rely on his intelligence to see the field. But I got some tape to show you guys. Aaron Rodgers messing up, man, okay? Look, you don't see Aaron Rodgers miss receivers wide open like this. He ain't even looking on that side of the field. Why? 
I don't know. For, 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 for the life of me, Baldy, I can't figure this one out. And here's another play. Again, Aaron Rodgers doesn't make these types of mistakes. The ball is already out of his hands, and he's not giving these young receivers an opportunity to run the route and get open. Look, if, if the receivers are truly the issue, then we should be seeing four or five plays a game where a receiver is missing a pass and the ball is just hitting them in the back of the helmet. We're not seeing that. We're seeing Aaron Rodgers have some missed reads. Aaron, you got to get your plan back. Let's go. One thing about M-Rob, he's going to keep it real no matter Always. what. Always. Another person who kept it a little too real maybe this week, Coach Ron Rivera, who apologized and addressed the team after his comments on being behind in their division because of the quarterback. Well, here's what Carson Wentz had to say about that. So I honestly had no idea um, any of that happened until Sean over here gave me a heads up. Um, but, yeah, coach addressed it, handled it. Nothing for me that I'm overly concerned about. Coach is a very straightforward, upfront guy, and um, he addressed it in the team meeting, which I thought was really cool, um, and what he meant by it all. So uh, I feel very confident in that. Well played, Carson. Well played. But, Baldy, is it time for Heineke to come under center for the commanders? Well, if I had Taylor Heineke at the two-yard line first down with 19 seconds to go, I think he probably scores, and they beat Tennessee. Like, I know Carson took him down the field 18 plays, but these last three plays were terrible. And his job is to finish the game. Like, that's what he's paid to do. That's why they brought him there. And this finish was awful. And Tennessee did a few things to him. They challenged him, said, I know you're not going to run it, so we'll put it in Carson's hands. But that was not good decision-making. It wasn't good mechanics. Uh, They have to start thinking about it. That's why Ron said what he said before he tried to put the genie back in the bottle. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Baldy. Um, Look, um, I'm going to say Carson Wentz was lying uh, up on the stage today. And I'm going to say that because it had to be weird. The coach called you out publicly, and now the coach has to go into the team meeting and set the record straight. And I would say, Baldy, he didn't even take the words back. He just explained a little further the difference between his quarterback and some of the other quarterbacks in the division. Carson, I think this may be your last shot to be a starting quarterback. I don't think he's the starter too much longer in Washington. Coach said what he said. All right. Last burning question here. Russell Wilson has not been cooking as much since leaving Seattle. Ordering takeout, maybe a little more. I know mine. I have. Do the Broncos regret trading for Russell Wilson, Baldy? I think it's too early for that. But I had, if I had the video right now, Mike, I would show one missed read after another Mm. against the, the Indianapolis Colts last Thursday. I mean, it was awful. And you couldn't believe that it was Russell Wilson. And then to throw the interception at the end when a field goal probably wins the game and you get out of there, uh, out of Denver right there with the win. It has not gone well these first five weeks at all. Uh, I want to give it some more time, but the offense is not clicking. It is not in sync, and it's the quarterback's job to put it in sync. Absolutely, Baldy. Um, No, it ain't working. And I'm going to say, absolutely, the Denver Broncos have a little buyer's remorse. I think they thought they was getting another iteration of what Peyton Manning was. And people have to remember, Peyton Manning brought a playbook with him. He sat the offensive coordinator down, and he taught the offensive coordinator and the rest of the team his playbook. That's not really what Russell Wilson does. But, Baldy, to your point, I do think it's early. I do think he will get his football together. But I'm not so sure the Denver Broncos are going to the playoffs. I will say, we all thought, hey, it's going to take a second for this new head coach, new quarterback to get it together. I don't think we thought five weeks plus was going to be the answer to that. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. And one of the reasons you do is because we have something other shows don't. It is a prism through which the light of NFL truth is destined to shine. It is the real 
Mike Robb. All right, time now for the real Mike Robb report. And let's take a trip across the NFC West, M. Robb. Recently, Jimmy Garoppolo said that this season's going to be a movie, if he will. The final scene's not played out so great for our protagonist, though. Can Jimmy rewrite the script? I think Jimmy can rewrite the script, but it has to have they ha he has to have an epic performance mm -hmm. from this defense. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, those guys, they have to literally shut down opposing offenses because we all know Jimmy G, he's been to the Super Bowl, he's been in big time games. But in those big-time games, he always looks for one or two moments where it looks like he's trying to give, a game, give the game away. Oftentimes in the playoffs, other teams capitalize on it. So if this defense stays healthy, they can shut other opposing offenses out, then, yes, Jimmy G can rewrite the script. All right, elsewhere in the division, how smart do the Seahawks and Pete Carroll look with the way Geno's playing? I knew you was going there, MJC. You messy. Uh-huh, there it is. Well, look, uh, I think Pete Carroll is thrilled at what's going on with Geno Smith and, and the explosive passing game out there in Seattle. They're running the football. He has nine touchdowns, only two interceptions. And if he continues to take care of the football, throwing to these big-time wide receivers, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, I'm telling you, this Seahawks team, they're going to be a hard out for anybody who plays them. All right, thanks, Emrom. This has been NFL Total Access, the podcast. Thank you to MJ Acosta-Ruiz, Michael Robinson, and Brian Baldinger. Join us tomorrow for a very special What's the Thing Thursday. What's the one thing that defines or maybe threatens to derail every team in the NFL? We're starting in the AFC. That's tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.